sound kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the sound kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the sound kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susan Owensby is cooking. Hello, everyone. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 30th of October, the 303rd day of the year in the Gregorian calendar. Only 62 days left until 2022. That means it's time for you to start thinking about your 2022 New Year resolutions for our annual New Year Resolutions Show. So put on your thinking caps, get out your pens, write down your resolutions, and send them on in. Here's Laura Angela with the address. You can write to Susan at the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. I have a great surprise to start the show. A lovely My Ordinary Hero essay from listener Bashkar Paul from Kolkata in West Bengal, India. Hello, my name is Bhaskar Paul. I am a government high school teacher in India. Today, I would like to tell you about my student Sanjeev Bose. He is a real hero of our community. I got a job at a school as a teacher in 2008. I went to school on the appointed day and joined. The principal came and asked me to take a handwriting class in the fifth grade in the third period. I went to the fifth grade to take a handwriting class. I took five minutes to complete the introductory session with the students. Then I asked them to write a poem in beautiful handwriting. I wrote the task on the blackboard. The students started writing. I walked to the last bench in the classroom. Suddenly, I saw a student sitting with his right foot on the notebook. I was annoyed and said, Why are not you writing? The boy sitting next to him said, Sir, his two hands are weak and powerless, so he writes with his right foot. I was stunned to hear that. I told the boy, I have come in your class for the first time, so I don't know about you. Please, write the way you write. The boy started writing. I saw the boy writing with a pen between his two toes. He was writing at a smooth pace, clear and beautiful writing. The boy was making an impossible task possible. Tears welled up in my eyes as I watched him. With teary eyes, I proceeded to watch the blackboard. I changed the task written on the blackboard. I erased the word hand from handwriting with a duster. 
बिकॉज नॉट एवरी वन हैज द एबिलिटी टू राइट विथ हैंड साम लूजेज देयर हैंड्स इन द एक्सीडेंट संजीव बोस वॉज द बॉय ही ओवर केम हिज एनॉर्मस ऑबस्ट्राकल्स एंड डिजेबिलिटी विथ स्ट्रॉन्ग विल एंड हार्ड पार्सिफिडेंस He wanted to build his own life so he became accustomed to writing with his right foot he was my student but i got inspirations from him i learned life lessons from him now he is also a school teacher he is an ideal man in all society i hope This article will motivate the listeners. The song We Shall Overcome is very close to my heart. I hope you will also enjoy it. Thank you.
That was We Shall Overcome by Pete Seeger, sung here by the MLK Ensemble and the Mama Foundation. Oh, I'm feeling good now. Thanks for that, Bascar. What about you? Who is your ordinary hero, the person in your community who is doing extraordinary things? Write up an essay and send it in. Have you forgotten the address? Just in case, here's our Laura Angela again. You can write to Susan at the Sound Kitchen at rfi.fr. That's the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. Are you ready? I do hope so. And so do I, because it's... Time for the quiz. On the 25th of September, I asked you a question about the Harkis, the native Muslim Algerians who served as auxiliaries in the French army during the Algerian War of Independence, fought from 1954 until 1962. As I noted then, up to 200,000 Harkis fought for the French colonial power during the bloody war, but only 42,000 Harkis were allowed to come to France, and only some of those with their wives and children. Those left behind were brutally massacred by the free Algerian military forces. Amongst the Harkis who were allowed to come to France, the French government initially refused to recognize their right to stay here, and the Harkis were interned in remote detainee camps and were victimized by endemic racism. Today, the 400,000-strong Harki community is one of France's poorest and most disadvantaged, with unemployment more than four times the national average. It took until 2014 for the Harkis to be recognized by the French government. I asked you to send in the name of the French president who established the 25th of September as the day of national recognition for the Harkis. And I gave you a hint. It was the same president who finally acknowledged France's collaboration with Germany during World War II in the exportation of French Jews to the death camps, something which the French government had denied until this very same president. Which president did this? The answer is Jacques Chirac. Chirac said in his speech in 2014, and I quote, France has not given the Harkis the place they were due, and today their wounds remain sore. It is time, it is high time for the nation, and it is its moral duty to recognize their sacrifice and their dignity. End quote.
winners are... Dr. Deepa Bain, who's a member of the RFI Pariwar Bandhu SWL Club in Chhattisgarh, India. Everyone, take a moment and send kind thoughts towards Dr. Bain and her family. They've recently experienced a very painful loss. Deepa, I think often of you, your sisters, and your father, and I hope you're all on the path towards healing. On to RFI Listeners Club members on the lucky list of winners this week. As they say, when it rains, it pours. And here's a fine example. To beloved listeners who have not written in forever, both turned up for this quiz. Father Stephen Wara from Cameroon. He lives and works in the Cistercian Abbey in Bemenda. And the ardent Samuel Francis from St. Catherine, Jamaica. Welcome back, Father Steve and Samuel. So lovely to hear from you. Don't stay strangers. From Rangpur, Bangladesh, there's RFI English listener Abu Saleh and new listener Miss Dai Yun from Manshan City in China. Dai Yun wrote a little note with her quiz entry. She said, I enjoy listening to French music and learning how French life is different from life here in China. I will continue to listen to your programs and look forward to hearing from you. So you're hearing from me. Hello and welcome, Dayun. Congratulations, winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. The question this week is about FESPACO, the Festival Pan-Africain du Cinéma du Ouagadougou, which in humble English translates as the Pan-African Film Festival of Ouagadougou. It's held every two years in, you guessed it, Ouagadougou in Burkina Faso. This year's festival was held eight months later than usual due to COVID restrictions. Of course, RFI English journalist Laura Angela Bagnetto was there to keep you informed of the goings-on. It's over now, the prizes have been awarded, and Laura Angela is on her way home for a well-deserved rest. In her final article about the festival, she wrote about the theme of this year's FESPACO. And that's your question. What was the theme of this year's FESPACO? Again, Refer to Laura Angela Bagnetto's article, Somalia's Gravedigger's Wife Grabs Top Prize as Best Film Music at FESPACO, and answer me this. What was the theme for this year's Pan-African Film Festival of Ouagadougou? I've posted Laura Angela's article on the Sound Kitchen and the RFI Club's pages to help you with the answer. You have until the 15th of November to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on November 20th to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336 31 
one two nine six eight two. That's plus three three six three one one two nine six eight two. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. This is the sound kitchen. Sound, sound kitchen. kitchen, and Susan Owensby's cooking. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the sound kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to Erwan for his input and his expertise in mixing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll talk to you next week with the answer to the question about the elections in Germany at the end of September. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well. Do good work, be kind, and stay in touch, and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. This week, Erwan has chosen a wonderful jazz standard, Round Midnight. Round Midnight was written in 1944 by pianist Thelonious Monk. And quickly became a jazz standard. It's one of the most recorded jazz standards composed by a jazz musician. Monk was called the High Priest of Bebop. He wrote about seventy songs during his career, many of which became standards. In fact, Monk is the second most recorded jazz composer after Duke Ellington. As pianist Barry Harris said, and I quote. I think most pianists—they're going to play some kind of little sound that's going to be like a monk sound. I mean, if you're a jazz musician, you're supposed to play a monk tune because monk is the epitome of jazz. End quote. This is a recording by some very young artists: pianist Emmett Cohen and vibraphonist Joel Ross, and it's divine. Enjoy, and thanks, everyone. Talk to y'all next week.